Last time on Calamity. It was almost as if something reached out from the salty water below and grabbed Willy by the boot. You swear you see teeth on this tentacle. Okay. Like, almost like there was a mouth on it. What are you waiting for? <laughs> Tell me, what did you see? Um, well, basically, big ol' f- tentacle came out of the water and uh, hit me in the damn leg. And uh, there you see the receptionist, uh, dark-skinned, curly white hair. Let's just say I'm here to eliminate that threat from this town. And uh, to be honest, you're the only three people I really see any hope in helping me. And that fog that's been around town, it's, I'm sure you've noticed, but it's not natural. If we have any chance of killing it, we're going to need to eliminate the fog. Did you learn to talk if you're a bear? Mm-hmm. I wasn't always a bear. Let's just say you guys are walking out of the cave now. You are awkwardly walking with a uh, good old your new friend Hugh, uh, who is just as giddy as can be, walking with his cane uh, that now holds Wilton's soul. <laughs> you just watch that happen. I uh, must ask, where is the little one? Oh, Sprout. I we believe that he may have stowed away. Mm-hmm. That's it was overnight. None of us really had a chance to stop it. Unfortunate. He's going, big guy. Alright. And you are... Oh! It's a pleasure to meet you, sir. I don't think I've introduced myself. My name is Hugh William Foster. Oh, those are some mighty... Oh, wow, that is a very firm grip you have, sir. Oh, dear God. Cruzo. It's my pleasure. So, may I ask, mm. what was that that I just witnessed? Oh, nothing. This did not <laughs> feel like nothing. Just, just my my night. It's just something I do for a pastime. And talking about that, I must make a call. Hold on, uh, and I'm going to uh, walk about ten paces away and put my staff up, and I'm going to, uh, hey, uh, mama. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm returning your call. Mama does not answer. Uh, all right, I'll leave you a message. Uh, <clears throat> I have uh, apprehended the soul of a Mr. Wilton Seer. Two S's, I don't know if that means you just want me to pronounce it Seer, but Mr. Wilton is now inside of my staff. I thought I'd, I'd, I'd update you on this. and uh, I'd, I'd, if, if you'd like to give me a call back... I, I, it's been a while since I've heard your voice, and I really would like to hear it again. It is quite soothing. If you could just give me a call back as soon as possible, I would be very appreciative. Thank you. Well, once again, this is this is H.W. Uh, Foster. I don't know if you've forgotten about me or anything, but but uh, it, it, just give me a call back. My number is a three seven four one 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 one. Thank you. Once again, it is H.W. Foster. Please, just, 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 if you have any free time at all, just give me a call back. All right, all right. You send the message. (laughs) The message is sent. Whether it's received, you don't know. It's definitely sent, though. As Hugh is kind of off on his own doing this little phone call, Katie looks at the three of you and, like, kind of awkwardly glances towards Hugh as he's making his phone call and says, uh, we really did hire quite the nut job, didn't we? Oh, he he held his own, I guess. He is a bit off his rocker, though. Yeah. And uh, at this point, I think, Hugh, you're walking back to the group. I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) I left left a voicemail. She didn't pick up. She'll probably give me a call later. Actually, she'll most likely give me a call later. She's not one to leave me behind. Who is this mama? Oh, she's just... She's just quaintness of mine. She's a real lovely lady. What is this, um, voicemail? 
Oh, it basically, uh, it's when someone doesn't pick up on their uh, pact of the rod. Anyway, rod. Anyway, it's rod speak. You, uh, if you ain't got one of these fancy little pact. rods, it basically there's, connects to the ether web. There is already steam coming out of Gluzo's ears. Ether web. <laughs> This is awesome. You know, Hugh, I'm just gonna save the questions for later. We have a long walk back. Pen pal! That's the word I'm looking for. Mama's my pen pal. That's what she is. But you did not write anything. <laughs> now, you know, now that you pointed out, I, what what would that be? Not a pen pal. I'll figure a word out for it later. Uh, tell, tell you what, on this long walk, we'll, we'll be able to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And a long walk you have. It's pretty uneventful. No apes stealing things from you again. No bears, no wolves, no nothing. Get back down to the edge of the woods and you get to uh, the hay show. And it's about, what time did I say you guys left? You left in the morning. So you probably arrive around noon, a little afternoon. And uh, you guys uh, head back to the gates. Katie follows you guys back to the Stillwater Inn. And... Uh, says we should probably give ourselves a moment to rest and uh walks into the inn with you and i'm going to say you guys have a short rest here no baby i love it so if you want to use hit die to get your health back up to full or however much you want it I'm already yeah, full if possible let's see here didn't take any damage i guess three uh, Don't I get my rages back? I'm on going to use no, two not. two of my short rest die to re restore my 10 HP that I've lost. And uh, I'm pretty sure Ruri took a few hits. I have full health. Oh, never mind then. I, was short I took on a very small hit and then ate part of some dude and got it back. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys uh, do your short rest, get it all up. And I think what this short rest consists of is you guys sitting down at the bar again and uh, Lewis comes down and he says, uh, uh, you lot look thirsty. What can I get you? Oh, yes. Uh, could I have myself a mojato? Uh, mo mojato. Mo mojato. M-O-G-J- Nope, hold on. M-M-O-J- <laughs> I think he means mojito. I think, are you trying to say mojito? Yeah, that's it. The one with the crushed uh, men leaves that's, on the bottom. Mm, it is quite refreshing. That's a little fancy for this location. We have... What's that drink with the champagne and the orange juice? Okay. I genuinely don't know. Do you, do you know what it is? But I'm, I'm you, sir. Miss, uh, sir, uh, we have we have uh, we have I water. Think you're thinking of a mimosa. Mimosa. Yeah. Can I have one of those bad? It's a, extra pulp with the orange we, juice, please. I apologize, but we don't necessarily have champagne here. This isn't. Mm. I mean, your alcohol choices are whiskey, ale, and. That's about it. I'll have a whiskey. I have one. One whiskey for the lady. Anyone else? Can you make uh, a mimosa with, with whiskey? I can sure try. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I would love one. <laughs> Big fellow, another water? Um, run the choices by me again. We have wa water, milk, juice, <laughs> alcohol. Run those by me. Ale and whiskey. Uh... How much is a barrel of ale? A whole, whole barrel. Yes. Um, probably about a gold piece. Done. <laughs> I oh, my final gold piece on the table. <laughs> I will grab the keg, and for you. And he looks uh, at uh, Zarya. Get me a tall, tall flask of whiskey. Right up. And Katie uh, orders just a water. And, uh, yeah, he goes into the back. He gets you a glass of whiskey, Ruri. He gets a nice tall flask of whiskey for Zario. <laughs> he mixes orange juice and whiskey for Hugh. In a sad attempt of... <laughs> and for... Put a, little, put a little toothpaste in there, too. Yeah, a little toothpaste. <laughs> for Gluzo, he just, like heaves this like keg out into the floor puts it onto the countertop and he just like jams like a faucet onto it and like gives you a cup and just says here you are and thank you 
Yeah, you guys uh, have some time to chit-chat on your short rest if you want to. You old enough to be drinking, Rory? Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Listen, as long as they don't... As long as they've hit puberty, we try to... I mean, business is a little slow here, so... I'd say don't tell... I'd say don't tell my boss, but I am the boss. Just do not be, as they say, a... Stitch. Is that the word? Uh, I believe they call it a snitch. Snitch, yes. That is oh, what no, I said. no, the word you're looking for is snatch. That is something <laughs> else, my friend. And I'm then gonna sip my uh, my mimosa and mm. okay after birth. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's quite refreshing. <laughs> Lewis gives you just a sick, like just a weird, I'm just horrified, disgusted, disgusted look. You, you like, hear the slurp from the thick pulp. Stop. <laughs> Cease! <laughs> uh, welcome to Winter Wayfair ASMR. <laughs> and okay. bye. So, so that is gone. <laughs> Katie looks to uh, Zario and uh, Ruri and uh, looks at you two and says, uh, You two have the, uh, the relic, right? Maybe. The, the torch. A maybe? That rings a bell. She gets a little serious. She says, uh, Zoria, we kind of need that. I really hope you hadn't misplaced it. I was about to ask. Listen, I got it, okay? I'm the only one who knows where it is. But it's safe. Okay, well, that's all I need to know. Just because the next time that it gets foggy out, I mean, I think we're going to have to act. Or at least... I am. I don't know if you guys are... In what way? Like, improv? I was in an improv group back in college. Okay. All right, Hugh. There's a strange fog that comes every now and again. Uh-huh. And if you're outside, yeah. most likely you're going to get killed by something. We don't know what that is, so we're trying to get rid of the fog. And we have a torch that just might get rid of the fog. Yeah, that pretty much sums it up. Is this a regular torch? Not really. Far from. Oh, that's fair. It is kind of uh, blue, I think. Wait, so the stick is blue or is the fire blue? Yeah. I don't think we need to go into details, but I just needed to make sure that we still have it, is all. Well, I certainly do not have this torch in which you speak. I would sure hope you do not, Hugh. (laughs) Yeah, you guys uh, have a bit of the day to uh, spend. What do you guys want to do? I'll let you guys choose what you want to do. You got... The blacksmith, you got Patty's Convenience, you got the inn, you can hang out, you can, you got those little market stands. Uh, is it, is, what time of day is it again? It's about a little afternoon, a little bit like around one or two right now. Is it busy? Around? Yeah, it's a bit busier now. Is, is there a, would I be able to do a, I don't, I don't know what type of check this would be, but an investigation check or a, or a perception check? But what are you trying to do? I'm, I'm looking for a main mainline banking system. Like a, like a, like if I were to deposit gold, <laughs> no, I could save forever. it for later, and then I'll be ready for uh, an eight-hour like, walk I don't to know, the next like, town. If I'm in another town, be like, yeah, I have a, I have a, you know, a, 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 a saving account through this branch. <laughs> Make a perception check. People are gonna listen to us do banking with an old man. Yes. Oh, goody, I got the content I subscribed for. 17 uh, plus a certain amount that I can't remember. I think it's plus one. Uh, The closest thing you can find would be the mayor's office. (laughs) Which Hugh has not been in yet, I don't think. To the mayor's office. Hugh, you go in. There's nobody at the uh, reception desk. Is there a bell in which I can ring? There is a bell. I'm going to ring it. Nothing happens so far. Hello, hello. I would like I, I would like to inquire about uh, starting a savings bond. Okay. Hopefully, one with a considerable amount of interest. Hello. There's, there's no response here. Do you want to try ringing the bell again? Uh, you know, what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go around the desk and try to look for a door in which I can knock. Well, there is a door on the back, like wall, like oh, behind gonna, the desk. I'm gonna knock ever so gingerly upon the door. Just gingerly? Gingerly. A nice little polite knock. You hear uh, some papers rustle. You hear a uh, 
what? I'm gonna see if I can remember the mayor's voice now. It was like dead. It was like on the deathbed. Sounded like he was choking. It's okay. Come in. Come in. I will open the door now. Radio Shack. I will creak open the door. Peek my head through. Uh, excuse me, is this is this a good time? And you look in front of you, and you see the mayor of Dehesho, Mayor Stern. I'm only gonna describe it again because Hugh hasn't seen him. Uh, he's got he's the one with the receding hairline, uh, who has grain blonde hair, uh, but he's and he's like pretty wrinkly. He's an old man, uh, but he wear, he dresses very nicely, and he kind of gla- he looks at you, but looks a little past you as, at the same time, and says, uh. Is my secretary out there? I don't remember oh, I, having I don't, a meeting today. I don't believe she is. Oh, well, I must be free then. What, what is it you need? <coughs> I, w- I was curious if I could maybe uh, uh, start a savings bond. Savings bond? Yes, you know, a bond in which you save with. Let, let me see. I can maybe set up a bond that would stay in the town. Oh, well, I'm looking for one that could maybe branch out to different uh, districts so I can maybe deposit into a different uh, location, hopefully. Sonny, you you must not be from around here. No, I'm I'm not. losing my old man voice. I can't do this shit. <laughs> you must not be from around here. No, I, I'm certainly I'm a traveler from a far off land Sonny, this, that I definitely have a name for and know. This is not the big city. You can't just start up a bank account in a port town with the population of 30. So you're saying the probability of the savings bond uh, is quite low, yes, quite oh, low. Well, uh, would you happen to know uh, a location in which I could start said savings bond? <sighs> could you bring that map? To me, and there's a map hanging on the wall. Yes, I, I will go and grab the map and put it ever so nicely onto his desk. One thing you notice Probably about the uh, one, <laughs> one thing you notice about the map is that it's like got like it's kind of like not like three D, but like it has the the bumps where like mm-hmm. elevation would be and stuff. And you yeah. start seeing him run his finger across the map, and he points his finger at Dehesho, and he starts tracing like some mountains and some roads, and uh. He stops and he uh, points his finger, taps his finger on where he stops. He says, "I think about right here. You'll have to tell me where that is. I'm, if you couldn't tell, uh, not I, I, I the brightest of seeing." Yeah, he perfectly points to a town that's like 500 miles away. Oh my! <laughs> well, that's quite the trick. Say, say, is there a shortcut to get to that town there? Unless you know teleportation, mm. and even then. I believe it would take a few days. Well, this is quite the series of unfortunate events that seem to be unfolding in front of my very eyes. Well, hmm. Well, you know what? It's been a pleasure, Mr. Mayor. Oh, it's been a pleasure. I will go ahead and leave you. Would you like me to return the map? Oh, that would be very kind of you. I would love to, and I'm going to put it upside down. Thanks, Foley. Thank you. You're very well. I tell you what, uh, you have a wonderful day. Uh, if I see your secretary, I will make sure to tell her to return. Uh, wh- what is your secretary's name again? Katie. Katie. Hmm. I don't know. How many Katies are there in this town of Dehesho? I believe just the one. Oh. Question, is your Katie a rather rough and tumble kind of gal? From what I can tell, I believe so. I'm gonna pull a chair next to him. What type of hobbies does Katie have? <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> she's not actually from around here, but you know, I don't know how much I should be <laughs> telling you about my secretary's personal. Oh, we're, life. we're just two old gentlemen sharing a chat, you know, having a talk about whatever and wherever, you know. Tell me about Katie. Make what a- does she do? <laughs> Make a persuasion check. <laughs> oh, I'm good at those. No, well, not with that. Uh, a grand total of 12. 
with the twelve, he uh, he says, uh, as he's saying this, I'm pulling out a book and starting to scribble some stuff in my notebook. Katie's been my secretary for about six months now, and she's been a, a darling. She's been very helpful, especially with the state that I'm in nowadays. Oh, yes, I'm sure she's quite the sweetheart. Uh, you know, she, it seems as though she, from what I've known from her, she doesn't stick around the office very much, and she doesn't seem to be all too much help when she is out meandering out in the woods for a few days. Well, we did find her in the woods. She... Found her in the woods? Was, a. Uh, she was a bit wanderlust when we found her... I don't think I should be telling you too much, though. Oh, don't worry. I mean, and even, in between. even so, though, even I don't know much. But <clears throat> she, listen, she does the handiwork for me. And just because she's not at that desk 24-7 doesn't mean that she hasn't been a great help. So I'm sure she's quite the wonderful woman. I'll stop interrogating you, my friend, and I'll go ahead and make my leave. And I'll, I'll leave, the, leave the room, and I'm going to start... Uh, Trifling through her desk. Oh, okay. Make a stealth check. Stealth check. <laughs> Four. Uh. So I assume you close the door behind you. Yeah, yeah. And you start going through the desk, and you find some calendars and like a like a notebook, like a for like Mayor Stern's meeting schedule, and you see it's just empty. Like no one has meetings with the mayor. Mm-hmm. And then you hear the door behind you open, and he says, uh, You didn't lose your way out, Sonny, did you? Oh, no, I, I just I just fell. I, I, I'm getting rather old, if you couldn't hear, and then I tap my cane on the ground. If you're getting old, then I'm getting young. <laughs> oh, that, that's a very good one, mister. I, I really must be taking my leave. I will catch you later. <laughs> Wonderful to meet you. And then I will just leave the mayor's office, and that'll be... that'll. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. That's what I did. That's what Hugh did. What does um, anyone else want to do? While Hugh's doing this little escapade, I would like to pull uh, Rory and Zario aside. Just kind of, maybe at the end, maybe we went into one of our rooms or something. Um, and I would just uh, like to say, I... Um, Real quick, do you pull Katie with you too? Mm, I wouldn't. I don't think so. Okay. Um, I feel that I may have some explaining to do. What's on your mind, big feller? Um, I uh, know that the last night's events were a bit strange, so, um, you, the two of you have been awfully kind, and so I feel I should share my story, so, so I may keep your trust. Whatever we can do to help you, man. So, um, the person you see before you um, Gluzo was, before there was Gluzo, there was Vaughn. Um, I have not always <clears throat> looked as I do now. You said Yvonne? Vaughn. Vaughn. V-A-U. Vaughn. G-H-A-N. Vaughn. Z. Z. Vaughn. <laughs> I was a human uh, many years ago. No shit. I know it is a bit. It's a lot to take in at once, but yes. Um, I lived a long way away from here in a small uh, community, much like this one. I actually was a an aspiring singer, if you can believe it. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> um, I had a family and lived a pretty simple life until uh, I fell ill and um, did not have much time left. Um, 
I ran out of options and sought the help of some strangers that had come to town saying that they could help treat my condition. Um, and they took me away from my home. And whether through some combination of science or magic or both um, became what you saw last night. And they turned me loose on my home. Hmm. Um, there is no trace of that old town. Even my dear Adeline and our yet-to-be-born son. Um, eventually I regained control of myself um, and I look as I do now. Uh, I wandered for a very long time, never quite fitting anywhere. Um, but then I ran into the two of you in the woods and you treated me like a person for the first time in many years. So, is there anything that we can do to help you when you start to uh, lose control? Mm. It happens more frequently when the moon is full, as you saw. I have this, and he pulls out the blindfold. Uh, this usually uh, lessens the the problem, but uh, as if it is ever taken off as it was, then there is no stopping what comes next. I might have an idea. Stay here. And I want to go to um, when I go to the blacksmith if I want tranquilizer darts. Yeah. I think and so. I'm going to do that. Uh, yeah, you go there uh, and you walk out, and it's still a pretty sunny day. And you see Clint at uh, his anvil outside, uh, wailing away at some uh, some metal. Can't really tell what he's making yet, but it's, it's the early stages. And uh, he looks up at you and he says, uh, "Oh, it's great to see you, my feline friend. What can I do for you?" Well, first of all, <clears throat> don't call me that. Oh, my apologies. Uh, second of all, I was looking to see if you could help me. Um, Trying to uh, subdue some game in a more humane way. I was wondering if you could hook me up with some tranquilizer darts. The real powerful kind. Oh, hunting the big bucks now, aren't you? <laughs> no, you betcha. Well, how about this? I can make you the darts, and my brother Patty can make you the uh, concoction for the tranquility, right. as they say. What do you think that's going to run me all together? Just your best estimate. Best estimates? I mean, how many darts are you looking at? Uh, I'm looking for about a dozen. Dozen? Let's say two gold a pop, 24 total. I can swing it. Sounds good. I'll get started on the darts as soon as I can. Sounds good. And I'll, I'll make sure to put a word in for my brother so you don't have to. Alright, appreciate it, sir. And then I'm going to make my way back to the inn. And I'm going to look at Gluzo. Alright, well, big feller. I might have a solution, so that way you don't hurt nobody you care about when you get like that. I'm having some tranquilizer darts made right now, so that way we can just put you down, you won't get hurt, and when you wake up, everything should be good. Yeah, I suppose it is worth a try. Thank you. You gotta start somewhere, I guess. Don't worry about it. We're in this together. Right, Ruri? That's right. I think at this point, uh, Hugh walks back into the inn. You guys, I think, went into one of the rooms, but you'd probably hear the door downstairs swing open, and you probably hear Hugh proclaim something about orange juice, pulp, whiskey. What do you What do you do when you walk back into the inn, Hugh? Uh, here we go. I guess 
I'm, I'm, I'm rather beat and tired from my quote-unquote slip at the mayor's office. I'm going to pretend to walk around with a hobble. I'm going to go up to my bedroom. Okay. Uh, I think after this little meeting, uh, Ruri, if you have something you want to do... <clears throat> Do yeah. some yeah. Yeah. So, oh yeah! You said it's busy. Yeah, it's a little. It's busier. There's, you know, it's not like the big city, but there's definitely more people out shopping, doing stuff, up in wheelies. So if I were to go down, to just try my luck, would there be people at the stand where that guy was selling fruit before? Yeah, there's about a crowd of three people in front of the stand right now. Just waiting in line. One person's really deciding between two watermelons. He's, like, slapping them, see which one he likes more. Doing a little knock on the watermelons. And everyone's just kind of waiting. I think okay, so if I were to... If I were to walk to the side of that stand, would I be able to try and... Grab a, I want a guava this time. You're going to grab a guava? Make a sleight of hand check. So you're going to... Are you like... So how are you doing it? Are you like sneaking up behind the counter or you're quick doing it just as you walk by? Sleight of hand. Inconspicuous. Okay. So 15. 15. I'll say with a 15. Yeah, you get it. Uh, You're kind of like walking down uh, the street and uh, as you pass the good old fruit stand, you quick make a nap while this dude's making a slap and the other people behind him are pretty impatient and they're waiting for this dude to finish. Yeah, no one sees you. And uh, you get away with this guava and you're kind of walking down the street uh, eating it. Just, just out of curiosity, is there a way that that um, people can basically purchase things that would upgrade their weapons? Does that happen? You could go to the blacksmith and ask like if he, they could upgrade a weapon for you, yeah. Okay, so I could basically try to get make your, like, these your... better than what they are. Yeah. Or... If you want to... Because he did that one for you. He made your armor better. Okay. Uh, he did that one for free since you helped his brother. If you want him to upgrade like another, like a sword or something, uh, that'll probably cost you some some, some moolah. Yeah. Um, I don't remember how much you guys have. I have 17 20. gold. Might cost you a little more than 17 gold. Yeah. Okay. My character would know that, so I'm yeah. going to basically yeah, just move on from me. So, Zario, what do you want to do with this time now? I'm going to go to the dock, see if I can look for some work. Some short on cash. Uh, do you mind if I, uh, if I join you? Yeah, sure, come on. You guys go down to the docks. You pass by Ruri, who just stole a guava. You two get down to the docks and... Have uh, ever watched her steal anything in character? No, she hasn't... You have not seen I'm her do suspicious. it. I'm he knows they're kind. But, uh... Oh, I'm the racist dirty. one. <laughs> young, young women just steal things? It's, no, but you do. And uh, you guys get down to, the, down, down to the docks. You get down to the docks. And uh, there's a big ship that's... Uh, uh, loading boxes onto the port. And uh, people are bringing the boxes uh, to like the shops and stuff. So this is a ship bringing goods. Rather than a ship sending goods. And, uh, yeah, there's a... Um, Good amount of big burly people here. You want to go up to one of them and ask them? Who here is the foreman? Uh, that would be me. And uh, some <laughs> just Dorito-shaped man just walks out. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just imagining a floating triangle uh, head. Yeah, he's <laughs> just like <laughs> this big dude. Like Dorito. every step on the dock makes you think the boards are gonna cave. He's got like like this red and uh, white striped shirt that just looks like it's about to flex off. And he's got like, he's got like a short white hair, and he's got like a white beard. Uh, and he comes towards you, and he says, "Uh, what could I do for you?" Marty here. 
Thank you, as always, for tuning into this week's episode of Wayfaring Strangers. We have a lot to talk about this week, but first, a word from our randomly generated sponsors. Welcome back. As I said, we have quite a bit to discuss. First off, we would like to thank everyone who came out to see Winter Wayfarer perform at Pork and Bands 4. It was extremely nice to get back out into the world and play music for friends again. We will be keeping you updated on our next outings as they get closer, but be sure to follow Winter Wayfarer on our social media pages. This week marks the ninth episode of Calamity Season 1. The next episode, episode 10, is our season finale. As it is a season finale, it's quite a bit longer than our typical episode and is taking a bit longer to put together than we expected. With that in mind, we've made the decision to postpone the release of episode 10 by one week to give us more time to get it to a level of quality befitting a big finale. After that, we'll have a sort of behind-the-scenes discussion of season 1 in a segment we're calling Wayfarer's Respite. This was recorded before the show was being released and several months after our previous session of Calamity. In the future, we will let everyone know ahead of time that one of these is coming up so we can take questions from you, our lovely audience. Also, on a bit of a bittersweet note, after the Wayfarer's Respite, we are going on a brief hiatus. Season 2 is nearly finished recording, but even with a tag team of editors, we're getting a little bit overwhelmed with the production process. We want to make sure our content is the best it can be, so until every episode of Season 2 is ready to upload, we won't put out any new episodes of Calamity. When the time comes, we will spread the word on our social media pages, so it's very important that you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. In the meantime, we have a few one-shot sessions featuring some friends of the show that we plan to release in the interim. These don't have a set release date, but they will be announced as sort of a surprise on our socials when they're ready to go. Thank you so much for your patience and understanding. Episode 10 is planned to release on May 17th. We can't wait to see you then. here we're looking to see if you need any extra hands we're looking for some work and uh he kind of raises a slight eyebrow and uh looks uh towards the ship he looks back at you he looks at gluzo and he says uh no that's a man that could carry a box you on the other hand you you might have to prove to me that you could carry a box these are not light how about i knock your teeth out of your head that'll prove it oh 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 you're a feisty one all right, I like your style. And he uh, he points uh, behind him. He's like, "How about you come over here and uh, show you what you could do?" And uh, yeah, he gets you. There's like kind of like a catwalk that brings you onto the ship, and there's a bunch of people just grabbing boxes, and like some are like two man jobs. Some people are just like showing off, like when a kid grabs all the groceries in one trip. Some kids, are, some dudes are doing that. And he uh, points at like a row of boxes. They're just perfectly cute boxes. Uh, and he's like, and he says, uh, Oh, you can start by grabbing these and bringing them over to Patty's. All right. How, how big are these boxes? They're about four, four, four? yeah, four foot four, four okay. by four cube. And how many are there? I'd say there's about four of them. I will take, I'll attempt to pick up two. Make an athletics check. Very cool. So they're on the docks right now. Yes, they're actually on the ship now. All in cube! 27. 27? Yeah, you, uh, kind of like, it's like a weird position you have to do, because, like, they're bo- cube, they're cubes, but you do, like, hoist them both on your shoulders and you start walking down and, uh... Or, here's an idea, if you just stack one on top of the other. Basically. Could do that, too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how do you think you do it? I would... One on each shoulder? stack one... <laughs> Alright, well, I thought I was trying to make you look cool, but I guess if you want to be mean about it. Is this not already pretty cool? I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it's kind of, it could have been cooler. I'm strong as heck, boy. Yeah, he grabs two of them, and he's got long arms, so I mean, you grab them. I just literally bear hug the one on the bottom. The foreman looks over at uh, Gluzo, and he says, uh, Ho ho, now I knew you could carry some boxes when I saw you. 
just give him a, a nod and keep going. And uh, I assume you're going for a box as well? Yeah, I'm going for a box, and I'm going to sink my claws in. <laughs> yeah, make a athletics check. I'm eyeballing them. Uh, 19 plus athletics, you said? Yeah. It is, it's a, a strength. It's a strength thing, but that's still an eighteen. 18. So yeah, you use your claws to help keep the grip on, and you grab it, and he kind of raises his eyebrows a bit, and he says, "Uh, well, I'll be darned. I apologize for being so hard on you, already. I mean, you seem to handle that box just fine. Now I know a man that can handle a box when I see him, and you, sir, you caught me off guard. You can sure handle a box." <laughs> And I'm not even going to acknowledge him. I'm just going to walk right past him, and I'm going to say, yeah, you should have kept your mouth shut and keep walking. And he kind of gives a little eyebrow raise and looks down. uh, He says there's one more box, and he grabs it himself, and uh, he... uh, I would like to go back and grab the third box. (laughs) (laughs) And you guys get the boxes to Patty's convenience, and he says, uh, I think the rest of my men got that, but I'm feeling generous today, so... Here you both go, and he hands you both ten gold pieces for helping him grab some boxes. Solid! Thank you, sir. Uh, I'm much obliged. And he, uh, he starts walking back down towards the ship, and then suddenly, it's like, he turns around to, like, go down to the ship, and it's kind of hard to see the ship. Okay. So, I would have seen this, because I was just watching everything that was happening. Yeah, what you see is... The fog is coming from... It basically is coming from the uh, ocean, or the sea, and it's slowly enveloping the docks now, and now you can't see the ship. Like, the fog is over the docks, and it's slowly creeping over the town. Are they in paddies? They are, like, outside of paddies, and you guys are just now noticing this as well. I'm running. You're running? (laughs) I'm running, too, then, because I was watching everything that they were doing. Yeah, you run over there, and uh, you go ahead and... What do you do? I mean, you run over to the, the goons? I'm basically yelling at the this goons! Sorry, where did you put the torch? We need it. Oh, look. All right. Uh, yeah, we need to go back to the inn now. In a uh, foreman. I'm just going to call him foreman because we didn't really get his name right. yet, and that's what you call George. him. George. And he, uh, You're welcome. He looks over and he says, uh, now why is everyone running? I don't understand. I'm not from here. Why is everyone here running? And like... People that were helping him load the ship, some of them are like running into like buildings and stuff. Uh, you know, just the usual like, oh, fog's coming. That means bad stuff. Like the town just kind of understands that. Sir, I recommend you get indoors and stay there for the rest of the evening. Do you not see that we still have a ship to unload? Mm-hmm. Uh, you think you? I'm just gonna stop working? Me, George I, Foreman? I'm gonna. George Foreman? You're kidding me? That's his name? <laughs> Somebody said it. Somebody else said it. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally like that that meme where it's like when you say the joke and when the other kid says the, the joke, joke a little louder. <laughs> oh my life! Uh, it's gonna be real hard to unload boxes if you're dead and in a million pieces. You should probably go inside. I can tell you from experience, it ain't good. Would you say you're like, intimidating him or persuading him? I'm I persuading would, him. I would also like to intimidate check. him. <laughs> Well, let Zario do his roll first. Eight plus? Plus? Plus two, ten. Ten. He thinks about what you said, so he takes it into consideration, and he says, uh, listen, I don't know what could possibly be giving you the frights, but your boy Foreman here has been traveling the sea for quite some time, and I don't think a little minnow is scary. I'm going to walk up to this man and point my finger into his sternum and say, if you care for your life and the life of your employees, you will keep them inside tonight and intimidate him. I'm trying to think how this, the way you worded it, it sounds like persuasion. If you can, like, if you were, like, to threaten him, that would be intimidation. I am kind of, like, getting all up in his face. Okay, I'll allow that. (laughs) Yeah. You can intimidate him. Ooh, 19? Plus, I'm sure it's pretty good. So, 27. He, uh, you actually are a little bigger than George Foreman, if you couldn't believe it. Listen, man, I saw the way you carry them boxes, all right? I don't want no trouble. Listen, I'll get my men off that ship if that's what you really want, but you better help me get them off that, the boxes off that ship when whatever this is, is over. I don't want to be behind. More money, then. 
We will take care of it. Please, just be safe. And he uh, gives you two a nod, and he starts corralling his uh, his men, uh, and they start going into some of the buildings, most okay. of them into the inn. Okay, and uh, Katie is actually coming out towards you guys now and says, uh, where's the torch? We need the torch now. I'll get it. Don't worry. And I'm going to run upstairs and pull the shit out from under my bed. Grab the torch. Whoops, the torch isn't there. Wow, we... I'm kidding. It's there. <laughs> but, uh... I'm expecting that. Yeah. Honestly. No, I, with the stealth roll he did to hide the torch was enough. Uh, I'll say at this point, Hugh, you said you went to your room to relax for a bit. At this point, you hear a lot of commotion. Oh, how do you hear that? Oh, and I'm going to open the window. I'm going to... Excuse me, I'm trying to pet my... Oh. Oh. Uh, and all you see is a lot of fog. You can hardly even see the ground at the bottom of the inn at this point, as the fog is getting so thick. Oh, did you realize when the weather got so dreary? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, neither did I. Uh, should we probably go check that out? Uh, actually, let, let's go see what our neighbors are doing. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, go to the door to my left and knock on it. Hello, uh, excuse me. Did you notice the weather? You start knocking on the store and. I don't think it's an occupied room at no. all. But you do see Zario uh, coming out, of, uh, coming up the stairs at this point, uh, and you see before you get to your room, you see Hugh just knocking at this door. On whose door? A door. A door. A door. Like of, of like somebody. Sprouts room. Hello. He would have taken like the room after Sprouts. Hello. Uh, so he's probably knocking on Sprouts' door. Anybody in there? Hey! Oh, oh, Zario! It's good. Did you notice the weather outside? It got rough. Yeah, really yeah, rough. I did, buddy. Uh, okay, for a picnic. Uh, not really. Uh, I'm gonna need you to head downstairs, uh-huh. kind of hunker down with everybody. Yeah. All right. All right. I wait. I can't just stay in my bedroom and keep petting my crow. Uh, be safer if we were all together. Can so. I pet my crow in front of everybody? I, I, uh, and then I'm gonna go downstairs. Would it make you feel all, all uncomfortable if I were to pet my crow? And everyone just, just. Wildly stares at you, and just, no one says a word. Good, because I was going to do it either way. <laughs> and I'm going to continue petting my crow. And I'm actually, uh, at this time, I would like to spend the next ten minutes telling a story to inspire everybody and give everybody nine temporary HP. Everyone what? in the tavern? We're going to start a timer, and if you do not tell a ten-minute story... Uh, You're giving everyone in the fired. tavern a... Everyone, is that a bad thing? Well, Ruri, Ruri, and Zar or Gluzo are not in there. Oh, then I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait. In. I'm gonna wait until. Oh, you followed him. I yeah. have to tell them a story. Did you follow? I, I would have. Okay, I guess they're all in there. Ah, Katie's in there too. Uh, I, I need to tell you all a story. All right, ten minutes starting now. <clears throat> Once upon a time, there was a young crow by the name of Harv. This is Harv right here. I found Harv when he was just a young fledgling. He had a broken wing outside of. Uh, my home. He had a, a wonderful little nest, and he fell right on out, and his mother, noticing that his wing was broken, uh, just left him there. And I said, oh, what a poor And here's what we're going to do, because we're not going to sit here for ten minutes. <laughs> we're going to say, Zario, you go up, and you get the torch very quickly. All healed up. Zario, you go upstairs, and you get the torch very quickly, and you start running downstairs, and uh, you usher, of course for the rest of your party to follow. And Katie looks at you, Hugh, and says, uh, I hate to ask this of you, but you seem to be a little more combat-oriented than the rest of these commoners. Not, talk, not talking about, uh, like, Zario, not talking about Zario or Ruri, but, like, the rest of the people huddling into the inn right now. And she, uh, says, uh, you seem to be a little more combat-oriented than these others. Uh, what do you say, would you like to help out for a bit? Help doing what? I'm kind of confused. You said combat and there's fog. I don't know how these two things correlate. Well, how about I show you? Didn't we tell him about this already? I mean, you probably did, but I'm seeing how. Okay. Do you follow her? Oh, like sure. It. Why not? So Can I, I take off with me? Well, yeah. Be safe. Yeah, and here's what I was thinking is as they're taking you out to the docks, you're probably still telling the story. Hav was on the brink of his end of his life, and I came to Hav, and I said, Hav, I can make you... Feel all better. All you have to do. I is can still hear you, and I go, you shut up. But I'm not finished with my story. I don't yet. care. Oh, that's fair. And then, uh, <laughs> so we don't get the HP. No, he finishes his story, and you guys get the nine temporary hit points. Zario, you're still holding this torch, and you notice that, yeah, the fog, thirty feet around you, pretty much just being pushed away. Being pushed away with uh, your guys's movement, and uh, you get down to the docks. Katie looks at a lot of you and says, uh. 
I know I haven't had a lot of time to explain. I kind of need your help right now. And honestly, the whole town needs your help. So if you're going to help, then come with me. Otherwise, the inn is just as safe. I feel as though we have been gearing towards this all along. There is no reason to back out now. Yeah, I'm, I'm going, man. I think we have a better chance than anybody else who's tried in the past. I, I don't see why not. I mean, I'm already out here. Well then, get your weapons ready, because you're going to need them. Weapons? Oh, Dick, I, I don't carry weapons. All I carry are oh. my two handy-dandy chef knives, and I pull out two daggers that look like chef knives. You guys go out onto the dock. You're kind of all, like, tensing up getting ready for a fight. And it's weird, because you don't necessarily know what you're about to fight, especially Ruri and Hugh, because the only people I remember seeing it were Zario and Gluzo. And you only saw a glimpse of it. That was enough. And you guys are on the docks, and the fog is being pushed away from a with the from the blue flame. And slowly, you start to see like bubbles coming towards the dock. Bluezo, what's up? Does a twenty hit you? <laughs> yes. You I want you to make a s- athletics check for me as a tentacle shoots out of the water and uh, strikes you and tries to wrap around you. Twenty-three. You're fine. <laughs> You're fine. But you still take eight damage. Oh no. Takes a lot of damage. That's not even a tenth of my health. Now you have one temporary hit point. True. The tentacle like tries to wrap around uh, Gluzo and Gluzo. You kind of like grab it and like shove it away. And uh, if you all want to make perception checks. <clears throat> oh, oh I'm pretty good today. Eighteen well, even. Nine. I'll probably just take the highest roll of you guys is in. Uh, 14. I'll say that with the 18 that Hugh got, uh, you guys, you know, points, he points to the water, and you guys uh, finally see what's out in the water. It's like, it's starting to uh, emerge from the surface of the water. It's basically, in front of you, a giant squid, and it's got like a slight red hue to it. It's kind of like shambling towards you. It like dives back into the water and you see the shadow of it start like flying towards you guys uh, and it like emerges again at the front of the docks and Zario you would remember seeing like the like little teeth on the uh, tentacles there are just like gaping mouths with like sharp teeth like all over this thing like haphazardly like it's not it doesn't have like a definitive face or anything there's just maws kind of like all around its body and uh it's towering over you now, and roll initiative. 